Alright, let's do this. You're listening to Pop the Kettle On with Nicole Lessio and Dr. Rachel Bushing. Hi, I'm Rach. And I'm Nicole. Welcome to Pop the Kettle On. This is the Parenting, Womanhood, Marriage, Baby and Life Review Podcast. We dissect the good, the bad and the ugly of family life and have a laugh about how it's depicted in popular culture. Because it's always tea time. And if I don't laugh, I'll cry. Me too. Hey, Rach. Hey, Nicole. How are you doing, my I'm darling? Well, thank you. How are you? I'm excellent. Goody, goody. It's winter. <laughs> yes, it is winter. <laughs> doesn't feel like winter, uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah. I'm excited because uh. I'm a bit, our birthdays are in winter. This is true, yeah, and so, my anniversary and we always go away. Oh, nice. Cozy time. Oh, I like it. <laughs> That's so good. I don't know where we're going. Actually, hubby said he was going to surprise me this year. Ooh. We always go away for one night or two nights on our anniversary. Yeah. Early July. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so the other day he said to me, I might surprise you this Ooh. year. Mm. Well, we do um, uh, evens odds. Mm-hmm. So friends of ours years ago said this, that they take turns. Because, mm-hmm. you know, there's that whole, what do you want to do for your anniversary? Mm. I don't know, babe. What do you want to do for our anniversary? Mm. I don't know. Whatever you want to no, do. No, that doesn't, that's not how it plays out in the bushing household. It's, Ugh. I want to do this. Well. <laughs> I want to do this. <laughs> I want to do this. Wow, no, see, completely. Some opposite. may say we're opinionated, us bushings. <laughs> we love that. We love that. At least you never, you're never surprised by no, our opinion. That's true, because mm. it'll bite you in the butt. <laughs> um, so we took up this whole taking turns thing. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, right. it is 21 this year, so mm-hmm. it's my turn because I'm odd, mm. which is very fitting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> You're the odd bod. Darn right. Lovely, lovely. Oh, that's exciting. I'm so glad we instituted the going away ever since we got married, Mm. like before we had kids, obviously. Mm. But um, I think it's easy to do when you're excited about your first wedding anniversary. Yeah. I was like, let's go away. Um, But yeah, I'm really glad that once the kids came along, we were like, we are going away. It's really smart. Yeah. Now, yeah. having said that, my youngest guy, who's now four, mm-hmm. he came away with us when he was three months old, ah. and yet we went away. We left the older two. And everybody do the math. He was three months old on their anniversary. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Cut. Cut it out. Cut. All right. What are we talking about today, Rach? Moving on. We are talking about, well, I have some questions for you, Nicole. Oh, go. Do you feel drained? All the time. Exhausted? (laughs) Yes. Overloaded? Often. Like you are constantly juggling balls in the air? All the time with the balls. Rightio. Do you Mm. feel like everything falls to you at the end of the day? No. (laughs) (laughs) I can unequivocally say no about that one. Wonderful. Yeah. Um, Listeners, do you resonate with those statements? Indeed. Do Mm. you indeed? We are talking about dropping balls. Yeah. Sounds worse than it is. <laughs> we maybe should have thought of this a little bit more. <laughs> we are juggling balls. We are. With for fear that if we let some down oh, yeah. onto the ground, they will smash. It would all fall apart. Everything's gonna fall apart. Right. Mm. It's really interesting because um the book obviously that inspired this was a mm-hmm. book called Drop the Ball. Mm-hmm. Uh it's by Tiffany Dufu. She is an African American woman, uh, lives in New York. Um 
quite mm-hmm. privileged, type A, mm-hmm. um, amazingly driven woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and so there's been some criticism about the book because obviously it's mm-hmm. from a very privileged perspective. Right. But does her voice seem that way when you're reading it? Uh, what she says about her life seems that way. Oh, okay. <laughs> you know, you get that idea. And I think the same criticism was handed down around Lean In, you know, with Sheryl Sandberg yeah. and how, mm. you know, well, it's easy for you because nanny, mm. nanny, chef, you know. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so there is that stuff. Mm. But also within the book itself, there's some really good, interesting ideas mm. around how to manage yeah. life, work, kids stuff hey speaking of um like kick-ass alpha african-american women Mm. i went through the uh very long uh endeavor of reading michelle obama's autobiography nice coming Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i uh i really enjoyed it yeah it's long so i rented it from the library Mm-hmm. So for those in Brisbane, if you didn't know, you can borrow audiobooks through our local city council library. Nice. Probably most other capital cities have the same so hang on a system. You just saying this long reading mate. this book. Okay. <laughs> but here's the thing. Mate. When you clear Mate, listen. <laughs> Don't make me say good day again. Oh golly. <laughs> Tune in. Up here. Look. <laughs> um, she uh no, because when you click on an audiobook and it says Oh, hello, welcome. 18 hours of listening. Wow. <laughs> you go, oh, holy shit. And, you know, that's the problem with an audiobook is that you can't just like, you know how when you're reading an actual textbook and you can kind of like skim, like, oh, it's more, you know, meeting the queen kind of crap. You don't want to skip ahead on an audiobook because it's like maybe something really cool is kind of coming up. You can't skim. Yeah, but can you play it at like No, only speed? maniacs like you can do that, Nicole. <laughs> I did actually do that for a little bit, but it was making me feel a bit nutty because she's not a slow talker either. Oh, okay. See, slow talkers, you can speed up. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, it was kind of – so, because my uh, – you know, I think you get it for two weeks or something from the library or wow. – you know, so I didn't, like, actually click on it for a week because I was like, I'll get around to that. And then I was like, ah, I've got to, like, cram it into my life. But it was wow. worth it. Yeah, it was I did really that with, good. with the actual – book mm-hmm. I crammed it in mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. big one was going on holiday and I said I'll get this to you before you go right and yeah I was a day and a half late <laughs> <laughs> it took a bit too long for me yeah yeah but you know I I I love that actually the funny thing is here's showing some of my um prejudice like what do they call it that hidden prejudice unconscious bias unconscious bias thank you psychologist Nicole um is that when I saw the cover for this book it has a dropped ball on the cover Tiffany Mm -hmm. Dufu and in my head I wasn't imagining a black woman yeah and um I think it's really awesome that she you know takes it upon herself to go like let's talk about mental load yeah here's my book here's my book and here's what you should do yeah and to the point of actually having tips in there like real and it doesn't read like this is a tip Mm. it just is this Mm. is what works for our family Mm -hmm. which is really nice it's not prescriptive obviously Mm. but it's just this is what works for us Mm -hmm. and it's all around you know the management of the household and the kids and the Mm -hmm. travel and yes they get help because they couldn't do it otherwise um her husband travels significant amounts right 
and um, there's a great bit in the book that I just thought was hilarious that mm. they're in this apartment building and their taps, uh, their tap breaks or whatever needs to be fixed. Mm. And that's in his column of the spreadsheet. Right. But, of course, he's in Africa. Mm-hmm. So she just sends him an email and says, the tap's broken and then leaves it. Mm-hmm. Just lets it go because it's not in her column. He's supposed to cover his own leave, doesn't he realise, from well, the he, home? He does. Yeah. He sorts it out with the super right. in the building, uh-huh. gets it all sorted. Yeah. She comes home and it's done. Yeah. And that, <laughs> I just thought that was so brilliant. <laughs> yeah. Because those kind of things, you can, you know, you can do them from different places. Yeah. Um, there's another brilliant part where she, you know, had, they've only just instituted this particular policy around the spreadsheet and who does what and mm-hmm. who's responsible and who thinks about it. And okay, who, who's responsible for the spreadsheet? That's my first question. Oh, no, no, the meeting. Excellent. There's a meeting about the Joint. spreadsheet. Yeah. Mm. Do they hire a um, admin <laughs> person to sit there and type <laughs> it up for them? I think once you get in there and you do, this is what I think about, this yeah. is what I feel responsible for, and mm-hmm. you start to attribute, to, you know, yeah. you can kind of set it up. But one of the things was dry cleaning that mm-hmm. she, I mean, see, privilege. I, I don't do dry cleaning. No, I don't even do ironing. <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> but, you know, she would be responsible for taking the dry cleaning, mm. for paying for the dry cleaning, for picking up the dry cleaning before the dry cleaning closes, all that sort of stuff so that they had clothes for the next day because obviously they have dry clean clothes. Um, and, of course, she'd given this over to him. This is now part of your column. Um, and was like, oh, he hasn't gone. And then later in the day, oh, he hasn't come back. Like, he hasn't gone out to go and get it. And they close at eight and he's still here and no one's going to get the dry cleaning and the Mm. doorbell rings and it's the dry cleaner. Right. He delivers. She says, how come I've been coming to you for years? How come you never told me you delivered? And he said, you never asked. (laughs) So, you know, people do things differently doesn't mean they're wrong Mm. that's part of the drop the ball message Mm. that's really important is that just because it's not done the way that you would do it right doesn't mean it's wrong but nicole is it safe to let balls drop yeah because if they're really important to somebody somebody will pick them up and they'll start running with it what if you married someone useless that was a poor choice (laughs) No one is useless. No one is useless, Rach. No, I that agree. That is absolutely not true. And I think um, that actually when you look at the research on what's either called mental load, emotional labor, mm-hmm. distribution of home tasks in mm-hmm. heterosexual couples, it tells us that um, you know very often in the early stages of relationships, things are likely to be way more equal in yeah. terms of who takes ownership for tasks and that there tends to be this slow slide over time that that the woman automatically begins to subsume more responsibilities and the man less. Mm. And I think that as children come along, that sort of um, divide becomes even more pronounced as well. And I think it's mostly this subconscious process that's happening where no one's making those choices necessarily, but we're basing that on instinct and impulses that are quite kind of like deeply programmed in our psyche and in our culture about who does what. Yeah, and societal pressure and all that sort of stuff. Mm. But there's that weird thing when you first have the baby that you're home. Yeah. And then you start to pick up 
mm-hmm. more things. Yeah. And then you go back to work eventually and you never drop them back again, mm. which is really, I think that's the crunch time. I mean, mm. I, I saw um, our couple goals, Dax and, and Kristen mm-hmm. Bell on um, a show when they were talking about they made a, a very firm commitment before they had the babies mm-hmm. that um, they would do half half so you know somebody asked a question you know who changed more nappies Mm -hmm. Dax or Kristen and they both kind of went uh no one Mm -hmm. because we made that deal Mm. we do 50 50 that's how we do it yeah and those kind of conversations up front are really really important yeah but I mean you don't know what you don't know no you you don't know what you're getting into revisit it yeah and I mean, my husband and I had a, you know, we had all the preparation conversations when we were pregnant, mm. one of which was he didn't want to miss out, and I'm doing air quotes here, miss out on being the involved parent, spending yeah, as course. much time with the kids. He mm. was like, I don't want to be the monkey bloody going off to work every day while you're getting to enjoy the children and watch them grow. Mm. Um, but, you know, actually making that happen mm. is really, really difficult given the, you know, um, work environment and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and so we've tried to approximate as best we can. He took a year off, famously, yeah. when my little guy was between when he was one and when he was two. Mm-hmm. And actually, we put that into place and we literally did do like the handover meeting. Yeah. We went through the whole list and I went, this is not my issue. This is not. And I went like, I am not going to read an email from the daycare. I ain't doing it. It yeah. ain't happening. Mm. They'll still have me on the list, but I am delete, delete, delete. I do not know what happens at that place. Yep. If it's important enough, you will tell me. Yeah, absolutely. Such a relief to not have to read those bloody emails. Yeah. But guess what's happened since he's gone back to work? Reversion. Uh-huh. Mm. Well, it's interesting because I have um, a colleague that I worked with once who actually went down to the school because the, she worked full-time and her husband worked part-time specifically so that he could manage the kids. Mm. And anytime something happened at school, they would bring her. Anytime anything came from school, they would email her. Mm-hmm. And even though she was number two, they'd specifically put her as number two contact they would just not mm. contact him first. And so she physically went down to the school and made them delete her details mm-hmm. from the yeah. office computer, which yeah. is terrible and yeah. a dangerous thing, actually, because yeah. what happens if, you know, they can't get in contact with the dad. Yeah. But, you know, yeah. even though she was number two, they would yeah. contact her first every time. Yeah, that's totally correct. And it happens all the time, you know, because yeah. they reckon that things, particularly like social management in terms yeah. of like, you know, who's like RSVPing to the birthday party or who's remembering to buy the present or who, you know, mm. reaches out and connects socially, Yeah. Um, you know, is generally seen as like a women's trait that that's kind of what they do. Because yeah. I remember some discussion point listening to somewhere at some point and, you know, sort of going like, oh... I'm guilty, this mother was reflecting, that if there's something, like if there's a birthday party or whatever, and I might have the contact details for both parents, automatically my mind is like, oh, I'll text the mum. Yeah. It's like, it's so much unprogramming to have to be kind of like, you know. Yeah. Who's in charge here? Yeah, and it can be, it can absolutely be someone else. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be us all the time. Mm -hmm. Um, And... You know, you can put in place, I think, that idea of having like a management system in an mm. Excel spreadsheet mm. and saying, 
this is what this is your domain this is my domain yeah. you know the food thing was driving me insane and so that is now Paul's domain to yeah. actually put the menu in place you'll have to week. repost that Nicole <laughs> I want to see this week's menu oh yeah I will have to I will have to do that so this is where Nicole has given her husband the task of coming up with the meal plan for yeah. the week yeah 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 and he loves it mm-hmm. he loves doing his little you know the pegboard thing that we yeah. have and mm-hmm. that kind of thing and you know he's since now he doesn't have an office to work in he works primarily from home Mm. um he's taken on so much more of the home tasks to the point of it being too far the other way so we're we're Mm. recalibrating now Mm. i'm like hang on a second you can't do all the things Mm. um so you know he was doing all the washing groceries and everything during the work time and then not and then not having all the work done and having Mm. to do it at night Mm. so those kind of things are constant negotiations but i think primarily and drop the ball it's about actually letting it go you know we have this thing in us I mean my two things are sleep and food big Mm -hmm. deals for me Mm -hmm. big big triggers and so um letting go of that stuff is actually more important than asking someone else to take it on Mm -hmm. you know you've got to actually psychologically say to yourself that is not my thing anymore Mm. how it gets done is how it gets done Mm. which means it's actually done Mm -hmm. you know done is is absolutely more important than perfect Mm -hmm. and who says you're perfect anyway really just just because you do it one way doesn't mean it has to be the way it's done Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Rehanging the washing out one time when we were first married, uh, and Paul getting very upset with me because oh you know God. he did it wrong. Do you know, um, we <laughs> have you gotten into the um Marie Kondo? The I, I've watched the series on Netflix. Have you? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, have we had this conversation? I don't, I don't think so. Have. Oh my God. Um. We um, I actually went out to dinner um with girlfriends recently, and for some reason I'm like waxing lyrical about the folding method. And I'm oh like my god, going nuts about it. And then I later took photos of my drawers and sent it through to my friends. Like, look what is possible. Oh. But I've actually gotten really behind her folding method so that you can see everything in the drawer stacked yeah. up. Yeah. When I first watched it, I was like, what another bunch of bullshit that I've now got to like leap through I ain't doing that yeah but I then watched like a few more episodes and I was like well actually do you know what I'm folding the clothes anyway maybe if I just tweaked it slightly and it's just it's actually made me feel way more contained wow I think it's probably because as you know I like my clothes yeah and I like to be able to look at my drawer and be like this is everything that I have hello my pretties yeah whereas when they're folded in like this stacked kind of chaotic way it's like it's not fun and you're hunting for things and you lose it for like six months and it's like and then you buy another black cardigan because you don't think you haven't got a black cardigan and then you're kind of like Jesus Christ it was hiding here all along So, like, the other thing I sent to my girlfriends is I was like, these are my drawers. And then I looked around me and I went, to be fair, this is what my bedroom looks like right now. <laughs> like, I made bed <laughs> stuff all over the floor, like, you know. And I was like, so I think in some ways, like, it helps me, you know, simple things like just making the bed every morning. Yeah. I don't mind if the rest of the house is chaos because that's, like, my anchor point. That's yeah. like, that's mine. Yeah. You know? 
and children will not be getting on it and there will be no food in our bedroom, you know, like yeah. certain things that you're kind of like, I'm willing to let the rest of it go because this little thing is important to me. Mm, mm, because then you come to back to it and it's your, it's my space. welcoming and sanctuary yeah. and that kind of thing. And funnily yeah. enough, it's like a little reflection of my own self-worth. Like, you know, you might have had a bad day, but look at this lovely drawer. Oh, isn't that cute? <laughs> it's kind of like lighting a candle at the end of the day or whatever. Yeah, you've got to have things though, mm. don't you? You've got to have the little things that make you feel good yeah and if a beautiful sorted out drawer makes you feel good then yes. go for it but you've got to also let go of a lot of the other crap that doesn't really matter so much yeah absolutely I mean I've got a um it's funny at the time that I was reading this I had a friend of mine who said right I'm gonna you know my husband's gonna be responsible for two dinners a week mm-hmm. two dinners and of course um the first week there was two lots of takeaway mm-hmm. and then the second week there was two lots of takeaway mm-hmm. and I'm like she was so upset about it mm-hmm. how dare he how dare he and I said how come on your days you don't do takeaway sometimes then like just let it go mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> if it's good takeaway like it's not yeah. rubbish you're not yeah. going to KFC yeah. and stuffing yourself full yeah. of you know fried food yeah yeah if it's quality food or then the cost as well yeah Absolutely. Yeah. But they they have the means to They're do okay. that. They can do that. Man, if yeah. I had the means, I would be getting just like food delivery services or something. <laughs> I wouldn't be doing that shit at all unless you liked it. Yeah. I would be like – because there are those services these days where people just cook like, you know, bloody Michelle Obama had a in-house chef. I know, impressive. Before they even went to the White House. I know. Because she was just like – Can't do it. Some, something's got to give. Yeah. What can I buy in? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, I'd feel weird about that, I think. I, I want to enjoy the whole meal preparation thing. Really? Yeah, I do. I want to, but I don't feel like I have the time to enjoy it. Uh, one day, maybe. Well, maybe when just I'm... choose one meal for the week that you really enjoy and put effort into, and the rest of it is just, you just know? Just getting through. Just bento that baby. <laughs> That's what I say. <laughs> like, my husband puts a lot of effort into the lunch boxes. Nice. And I'm like... This is why we have bento boxes because there's like five sections and I can be like, here are some sultanas and what's left in the bottom of this chip packet that's going in and <laughs> some random grapes and some like whatever. I love it. Whereas he does the kind of like, you know, salad wrap. Nice. Yeah. And then he's all like, I make the best lunches, don't I? And I'm like, yes. you do make the best lunches. I don't care. <laughs> I really don't care. Does he put notes in as well? Is he uh, one of those parents? No, I'm that parent. Oh, yeah. I f- I keep forgetting to do the notes. Mm-hmm. I think I think you know. Oh, it'll be so cute if I put a note, and then I just don't. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> uh, when I say I do it, I don't do it that frequently. But that's good. You can't make them expect it because no, then when you true. don't do it, there was some dude who was drawing art on um his kids' lunch like bags, yeah. you know, the brown paper bag mm-hmm. it was like making. He was he was a cartoonist right. making art mm-hmm. on their brown paper bags, yeah. and I'm like, oh, nobody got time for that. <laughs> if you have the time, make the time. If you don't, drop some balls. Drop some balls. And seriously, if it's done by someone else, like, just let it go. Mm-hmm. You know, something might be put away in a drawer that yeah. you don't necessarily think it belongs there. But yeah. You'll so put let it me away clarify the strategies here. If you mm. do find or perceive that there's an imbalance in your relationship. Mm negotiate indeed sit down face to face and hold a meeting yeah and say i am noticing that 
Mm. My perception is that. Mm. Now, I I do this with my husband and he basically says to me, that perception is incorrect. (laughs) I feel as though I do the majority of dot, dot, dot. So is then list making a thing? I think probably to be fair, you know, there are, we don't have the spreadsheet, but there's certain things that balance out where Mm. he gets frustrated that I never touch the compost bin. It's just dirty and I don't like it. Fair enough. Um, Same goes with the cat litter and like just anything that's like grotty basically. Interesting. And I understand that I should do it more, but you know, he's sort of like is relatively happy most of the time to do it more than what I do it. You just reminded me, bin's night tonight. Oh, bin night. <laughs> Likewise, I have relented on um, one thing that used to frustrate me so much is like packing and preparation. <sighs> like the tiniest thing, like we're going out for the day to the park. Yeah. It's like, can you not just remember like, you know, shoes, hats, sun cream, water bottle, snacks or whatever. He just like goes, we're going to the park, get in the car. And I'm like, there's a bluey episode about that it's exactly we laughed so hard at that bluey episode the pool (laughs) Ben's like that is exactly like me and I'm like (laughs) it is and um you know I just I really noticed it when we went away for the week when the babies were quite little yeah you know like two months old or whatever and he was just like oh yeah we're going away in an hour and I was like I was at home at the time but I was like I have been washing folding prepping packing you know I've I've actually put a week's worth of effort into this (laughs) and he's like oh I just completely don't understand that you know yeah like you know, should should I have dropped the ball more? <laughs> Just leave and have like literally no nappies. Yeah, <laughs> but you, you know. I think it was more just that blindness where you feel underappreciated, where you're like, I'm not just some boring stay-at-home mum. Like, I actually have to do work to make these tasks happen and I'm not overreaching and fussing. Mm. Like, you know, with little kids, they can't just chuck stuff in a bag and get in the car. They oh, we've made that mistake before. Bloody equipment. We had big two was like way into back gone. Mm. Whatever the heck they were, I can't even remember. Little ball things. Anyway, it was a big deal in his world. Mm-hmm. And he was going to Grant's house and I told them both to pack and they both packed. And he got to the other end and he had a pair of pajamas and back gone and nothing else. <laughs> No underpants, no socks, no clothes to change into, yeah, no yeah. toothbrush, yeah. back are gone, yeah. and a pair of pyjamas. Oh, God, yeah. <laughs> I love that. You know what's funny, actually, is that I've actually outsourced part of this problem to my kids these yeah. days, and they get behind it, and mm. I write them a list. This is how many things you need, this is la la la, this is the yeah. warm stuff, tick it off the list, and because it's kind of like a little packing game and they're excited they're like yeah I get it yeah. and like when my husband sees me doing this like a couple of days out he's finally after seven years come to the recognition that yes this is labor and yes it is important, this is important. and if I didn't do it it wouldn't be done and also like me with the bins uh, you're best to just kind of take that portion of it Rach yeah and you know it's little things it's just acknowledgement and appreciation Absolutely. that it is work yeah that I think that's what you gain from having those conversations yeah that thinking about mm-hmm. whose immunizations are up to date yeah. is work mm-hmm. that working out the getting the pet you know mm-hmm. to the vet getting the medications whatever mm-hmm. that's work yeah. you know yeah. doing the gardening is work thinking yeah. about servicing the cars is work like yes. all of these things yep. that require yeah. thought and yeah 
yeah. that kind of had that space in your head. Mm. The space where, you know, more 80s lyrics could could land <laughs> if you weren't feeling <laughs> Have you noticed the capacity of your brain to hold 80s music lyrics? Indeed. Yeah. So, you know, you could have space for other things yeah. if you let some of this stuff go. Including being yourself and pursuing your passions. Yeah. Um, also quite the privileged kind of statement. <laughs> no, but I just mean like, um, you know, daydreaming about whatever it is that interests you. you know? Yeah. Like mental space is yeah. free actually. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like I can read an article about a thing because mm. my brain isn't occupied with this other All of that other worry. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice mm. to have that space. And there's a beautiful cartoon um, that I've seen called, I think it's You Didn't Ask. Mm-hmm. And it's all about that you know, that emotional labor stuff. And if I find it, I'll put that on Well, Facebook that reminds well. me actually because preparation for this episode, because I haven't watched Drop the Ball, because Nicole dropped a big ball and lost the book. I did. <laughs> and couldn't loan it to I me. don't know where it is. It's fine. I get the gist. <laughs> the idea. I think you understand. Um, is that I was uh, reminded that I had listened to a podcast recently with a woman who was interviewed around this same kind of uh, topic, and her name is Gemma Hartley. Huh. And she's written a book called Fed Up. Nice. And I think that that might even be a quote that comes from her ah. because she's talking about this whole idea of like um, her husband who is great, you know, very equal, all of that kind of stuff, like just them leaving like a, a box that needed to be packed away into the wardrobe or whatever. And he was happy to just like walk past it for months and months and months. And every day she walks into the wardrobe and she's like, why is this not done? Mm. And he's just like, I'm not even noticing it. Yeah. And, then if, and then it becomes this like silent standoff like well I'm not going to do it he's got to notice that kind of thing yeah and then when she finally raised it he was like well all you had to do was ask me Mm. and she's like why is it my job to ask yeah it's a box lying on the ground you can do that yeah um and so just yeah even in that subtle messaging is kind of saying like you know because you know men these days are great at being like I understand that I need to help out but it's still this kind of like oh but you still like make the rules and drive the the ship and you know I think that it's it is underappreciated how much that mental load becomes a weight Mm. that eats away at your soul I think like it kind of if you're spending all of that time kind of going like the mental checklist in my head Mm. then you're not having fun and being yourself and being free yeah you're at the park watching the kids on the swing and going oh there's other stuff that I have to do and what about that other stuff that I have to do and look at the time what's all that other stuff that I have to do yeah so like it takes a lot of discipline to turn down all of that messaging and be like nope doesn't matter yeah I'm here be free be in the moment do not disturb (laughs) (laughs) already well disturbed (laughs) that's just me um but yeah you know, you need to have a conversation about the stuff that actually still needs to get done, though. Yeah. So have the conversation. Be brave. Mm-hmm. Be brave, everyone. Ask for what you need. Yes. It's not unreasonable. Like, you are not being unreasonable. Mm-hmm. You are not your best you if you are completely overwhelmed by all of the things. Yes. So let someone else do the things. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and get your kids doing the things. Mm. Yeah. As soon as they can make lunch, get that happening. <laughs> Tip number one. Totally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, and if there are bigs at home, get them doing the washing. Mm. That's Be like um, Miss Hannigan. Miss Hannigan. She's like my hero. <laughs> I think that's going a little far. <laughs> 
I mean, she's awesome. <laughs> I loved Annie when I was a kid. That was like, I think the little ginger-headed girl. Of like, course. it's so Freudian, but I didn't make that connection until my adulthood. <laughs> I'm like, I think I was just identifying with the ginger girl. But, you know, she's peppy and she's got all the songs. But um, I watched Annie as an adult and I'm like, Miss Hannigan's the shit. (laughs) (laughs) I get that she's abusive. I understand that. I'm not saying go that far. But Mm. I'm telling you what, she's fabulous. I mean, what's what's her name? Is it um, Carol... Yes, oh, Carol Burnett. Carol Burnett. I mean, come on. I think maybe I've just got a crush on her. How can you not? She's just swanning around drinking the gin out of the bath, just being like, make those floors shine, children. And I'm like, if you're like that for five minutes of the day, you're not a bad parent, are you? <laughs> are you? Well, there are lots of things that you can buy that like a uh, um, scrubbing brushes for babies who crawl. Like yes. You can put scr- I know. Hands and knees kind of scrubbing. <laughs> Best idea ever. Get them to work early. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, these habits start young and the gender expectations start young. Absolutely. And again, we're all very guilty of kind of, you know, letting the boy children off a little bit more when mm. the girl children show innately a little bit more interest in being like mummy. Yes. And that can very easily become its own little slide into, oh, actually, like the girl does more than the boy inside our home. Yeah. And that sets up templates for what their marriages are going to look like. Be the mummy that you want your husband, your boys to, you know, marry Mm -hmm. and be the mummy that you want your girls to be able to be. Amen. If they're married to the opposite sex and then otherwise, no, you had just it, you whatever. Had it, just, <laughs> just stop it there. What I'm saying is, you know, demonstrate it. Mm-hmm. Show what it can be with the partnership. and, and Or if you're doing it yourself, show what it can be by making sure you ask everyone to pull mm-hmm. their weight. You know, you're a family. Everybody has responsibilities in this family. No one gets a free ride. Yes, this is and, true. Yeah. And relationships take work and communication and negotiation and regular little team meetings with a spreadsheet to say who's doing what. Exactly. We just let stuff go. Everybody has, um, you know, like we don't, as women, we don't use our power of influence as much as what we should, I think. Mm. Right? Yeah. And I think that when we ask and ask and ask and ask and ask and it sounds like nagging and then they just tune us out is that we're kind of like, well, I feel powerless. Yeah. But you got to step back and you got to think, who is this person that I found myself in a relationship with? What was I attracted to? Where are our shared values? You know, mm. what is it that this person is innately interested in? And start from that place in order to kind of sell your platform yeah sell your message sell your message see because at the end of the day if you get divorced there ain't no woman going around cleaning his toilets for him that's true unless he gets remarried but you know in principle (laughs) things could look worse yeah that's why big two was responsible for toilets Mm -hmm. because you know he needs to make sure that he takes care of that (laughs) (laughs) that was his job Okay, friend. We solved the world's problems for another day. Once again. Once again. 30 minutes solved. I love it. So, um, yeah, have a meeting. Have a chat. Do your thing. Mm. Drop the ball. Drop the ball, people. The dishes. Yeah. Let it stink. Exactly. Let the ants crawl all over the Oh, my thing. gosh. That reminds me. Mm-hmm. I went to a thing. Uh, I didn't go to a thing. That's not true. Mm-hmm. I heard about people who went to a thing. <laughs> and it was this newsreader who was talking about exactly this, the juggle, struggle, joy of, you know, families and career. Yep. And she was saying that if it doesn't 
if it's not growing mold if it isn't going to catch on fire and if it doesn't smell bad mm-hmm. then really can it wait till tomorrow yeah it can true. yeah yeah i like that i agree <laughs> i agree if things can be washed rather than thrown out you're kind of doing okay yeah you ever got let something get so moldy that you're like oh, oh dear this can't be resuscitated this is not going to be saved <laughs> And that happens. Yeah. It's just called the, the tax of having a family. It's also called humid, damp Queensland weather. I know, right? Let's blame that. We would do so much better if we weren't in Queensland. <laughs> until um, next time. Until next time. Hug your babies. And be kind to yourself and each other. Indeed. Okay. Goodbye. Bye.